Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. I'm Jason Chaffetz. I'm Ainsley Earhart. I'm Brian Kilmeade, and this is the Fox News Rundown. Thursday, January 25th, 2024, I'm Alex Hogan. As Israel aims to defeat Hamas in Gaza, there's growing concern over the soaring number of civilians who have been killed or displaced with nowhere else to go. It is a sea of humanity, uh, and as far as the eye can see, is plastic sheeting with people um, seeking Uh, safety. This is the Fox News Rundown Evening Edition. Hi, everybody. It's Brian Kilmeade. I want you to join me weekdays at 9 a.m. East as we break down the biggest stories of the day with some of the biggest newsmakers and, of course, what you think. Listen live or get the podcast now at briankilmeadeshow.com. In Gaza, the IDF is carrying out targeted raids and claims to have found new military compounds in the city of Khan Yunus. But that's where the UN Relief and Works Agency for Palestinian Refugees says that military activity resulted in two of its buildings going up in flames at a shelter housing those displaced. But the IDF claims it was not involved. So for the last sort of 72 hours, there's been fighting in and around uh, the Harness Training Centre. It's a facility that we run to train young people uh, to prepare them for trade uh, employment. Tom White is the director of UNRWA in Gaza, the UN Relief and Works Agency for Palestinian Refugees. That fighting has intensified. It's in the western Harness. Uh, we have a building that was hit by two tank rounds. Um, you know, the, the the whole facility has been hosting about forty thousand people. Uh, in this particular building. 800 people were seeking shelter. Now, as a result of these uh, tank rounds hitting the building, uh, 13 people have been killed. Uh, Another 50 uh, people, 56 people uh, are seriously wounded. And we've been hearing the IDF saying they have fully encircled Han Yunus. People that we're in communication with in some of those shelters say that it feels like they are essentially trapped. What do you know from your members on the ground, from civilians who are there, about what the security risk is at this point for them? Essentially, we've been trying to access these uh, facilities. Uh, We have just under 100,000 people sheltering in UN facilities in this western part of Khan Yunus. We haven't been able to get access to them until uh, we got access, uh, secure access from the Israeli army to go and respond to the uh, the attack yesterday afternoon. People are now being told as of this morning that they need to leave Western Han Yunus. You know, estimates of up to 150,000 people are in the area that are being forced to evacuate. Uh, and as of this afternoon, uh, people were told that they needed to vacate the area by 5 p.m. Uh, tomorrow. Uh, and so now we have tens of thousands of people on the move are seeking to escape Han Yunus. And have you received any information from the IDF as to how exactly people are supposed to do that, where they're supposed to go? We continue to re- uh, receive conflicting information from the Israeli army. Uh, the 
civil administration. They are saying that people uh, in these UN facilities are protected. And of course, that is what we, uh, you know, we are always saying to them. But the reality is ground commanders are telling people to leave uh, and they have given them a route out of the city. Um, and, you know, that's where people are, uh, are moving now out of the uh, city of Han Yunus. And have you heard anything or have you heard a response from the IDF in regards to the attack that we saw this week on your facility? The IDF responded saying that there was a Hamas stronghold or infrastructure in that area. So what is your response to hearing that statement? What I can say is we have a UN facility. It's a UN training uh, college. Uh, it is staffed with UN staff. Uh, and, and for the last three months, it's been sheltering uh, internally displaced people. These are people who are forced out of their homes in the north of Gaza, have sought sanctuary, sought safety um, in this facility. And we've spent the last three months supporting people uh, with water, sanitation, food and shelter in this facility. It was an attack uh, that hit a facility housing civilians seeking shelter in the time of the war. And have you been given any heads up that there could be strikes in the surrounding area near your facilities? Is there something that you'd like to see more of in terms of communication between the IDF? What is it that you need for those facilities, especially in Han Yunus right now? Yeah, we need to see UN facilities protected. We need to see civilian facilities and civilians protected. What we've seen in Han Yunus and what we've seen in other parts of uh, Gaza in the last three months that civilians are being killed uh, by airstrikes, uh, by direct fire. Uh, that, you know, we, we are calling upon the Israeli uh, army for that to stop. You know, we're asking them to meet their obligations under international humanitarian law uh, to show due precaution and protect civilians who are caught up in this uh, brutal war. And we can see some of the images come out of Khan Yunus, although it's difficult at this point to see the extent of some of the damage because there there are not many journalists on the ground in that area. But we do know of, of the large, essentially tent cities and some of your shelters, like the image that you have behind you. Can you tell me a little bit about the living situation at this point for people who do remain there? So for people uh, who are in Gaza now, lots of them are seeking sanctuary or safety in the south of Gaza. Mm -hmm. um, you know, I use that word advisedly because really nowhere is safe in Gaza. And as of last night, there were still airstrikes going into Rafa, where I am at the present time. It's also where, um, you know, over a million people are seeking safety. Rafa, normally a sleepy town, 280,000 people. We now estimate has close to one 0.4 million people living in and around Rafa. Every open space in the city and all of the surrounds of Rafa are now one big makeshift informal camp. People are building uh, whatever type of shelter they can with pieces of wood and plastic. Uh, and so it is a sea of humanity. Uh, and as far as the eye can see is plastic sheeting with people um, seeking uh, safety. This is, the, the, this is their last stop. They've been pushed south and south and south, uh, and they, we now have uh, this very large population trying to survive in Rafa. And I note once again, it's a city that was designed to support 280,000 people. It doesn't have the sanitation infrastructure, the water infrastructure, 
the medical facilities to be supporting 1.4 million people, four times its normal population. Yeah, well, speaking about medical facilities, we know that just in, in the south and in the north, there's only several hospitals that are still functioning, but yeah. they're well over capacity. What are you hearing on the ground uh, from other colleagues and doctors and, and medical volunteers that are there trying to make a difference? Well, our major concern right now, there are a number of hospitals in this area in Western Han Yunus that are under threat uh, at, the, at the present time, particularly the Amal Hospital and also the NASA Medical Complex. Now, NASA Medical Pomp Complex is the last there are two major hospitals left in the south of Gaza. Um, you know, the health system is already on the brink of collapse and to lose the NASA uh, medical complex uh, would be absolutely tragic for the uh, ability to look after not only people who are sick, but these huge numbers of people who are now being wounded uh, in, the course of the, uh, in the course of the war. Thanks for joining the Fox News Rundown Evening Edition. We're currently talking with Tom White, the director of UNRWA. More coming up after this. And as far as the crises that we're seeing, that's just becoming a growing problem in terms of the lack of food. I know the World Food Program has said that there's um, it's a catastrophic food level at this point with hundreds of thousands yeah. of people relying on food assistance. So when we're talking about these thousands and thousands of people relying on food assistance. What what does that mean really for our listeners and viewers back home who thankfully have never lived through this kind of situation? What are we talking about when we mean these, these food lines? What kind of food are they receiving at this point? Uh, look, on the ground, it means as a family, uh, hundreds of thousands of people, um, millions of people, well, over a million people are going through a situation where they're regularly going without eating food in a day. You know, there's just not the food supply uh, in Gaza for a family to provide for their family. When we can get food to people, it's predominantly been wheat flour. And so people are making very simple pieces of uh, Arabic bread. And for the average person, they're eating one or two pieces of Arabic bread a day. When we can get supplies in, and these are not a comprehensive uh, ration for a family or an individual, um, when we can get additional food, it might be some luncheon meat, uh, it might be some white cheese. Uh, you know, and I was sitting with at one of the distribution sites the other day. You know, and for a family of five or six, um, you know, you are sharing a tin of tuna and a tin of cheese, uh, and that's what the family is surviving on for a day or two. We know that there's been discussions here in Israel to hopefully find some kind of agreement, uh, ongoing diplomatic talks in Qatar and Egypt between, you know, these international mediators to try to get some agreement between Israel and Hamas. Are you hopeful that there could be some kind of brokered ceasefire moving forward? Look, I'm not involved in the political process here. I speak as a humanitarian, but I also speak, uh, on, you know, from interacting with, you know, civilians who are trying to survive this war. And what I can say is, you know, we need a humanitarian ceasefire now. Uh, we need the suffering of the civilians of Gaza to stop. That suffering uh, is uh, continues. The need is growing. Um, you know, we've seen a very large number, a disproportionate number of civilians killed um, by active conflict. We are starting to see people die of disease. People will die of exposure. Um, they will die of ultimately um, a lack of food to eat. We need a humanitarian ceasefire. 
Tom White, director of UNRWA in Gaza. Thanks for joining the Fox News Rundown Evening Edition. Thanks, Alex. You've been listening to the Fox News Rundown. And now, stay up to date by subscribing to this podcast at foxnewspodcasts.com. Listen ad-free on Fox News Podcasts Plus on Apple Podcasts. And Prime members can listen to the show ad-free on Amazon Music. And for up-to-the-minute news, go to foxnews.com. From the Fox News Podcasts Network. I'm Janice Dean, Fox News Senior Meteorologist. Be sure to subscribe to the Janice Dean Podcast at foxnewspodcast.com or wherever you listen to your podcasts. And don't forget to spread the sunshine.